Let me tell you about Hustler Turf. Uh, who doesn't love someone who hustles? I mean, everybody loves that. Give everything that they have, no matter what the score, no matter what the challenge. They don't know how to quit. You don't know who else doesn't uh, know how to quit. Of course, it's Hustler Turf. They have zero-turn lawnmowers. These mowers are over-engineered, over-built, right here in the USA. And they have, a, a, you know, one of those things that I used to be so... Uh, frustrated by when I was a kid and I, my, my parents would make me mow the lawn. Oh, I hated it. Well, zero turn lawnmower is a whole new game. It makes it lots of fun. Hustler's trademark smooth track steering is so advanced. Uh, well, there's lots of uh, secrets in the technology we can't talk about, but if you test drive a t- uh, Hustler, test drive something else, I guarantee you're going to feel the difference there. Hustlerturf.com is the place to go. Hustlerturf.com. Check them out. If you're mowing your lawn, do it the right way. Hustlerturf.com. It's Pat and Stu in for Glenn here in just a second. Welcome to the Glenn Beck program with Pat and Stu today. In for Glenn, he's uh, faking a back injury once again today. Um, we're not sure. I, he'll have something else to fake tomorrow. I'm sure. We need to get into the the big Washington Post correction that they put out there, which is an absolutely amazing story that I cannot believe. I cannot believe is not a bigger story. We'll get into that coming up in 60 seconds. So Paul lives in Minnesota. He used to play like, you know, in his, his uh, local softball league. Probably, you know, a slap hitter. You know, lots of speed, stolen bases. Uh, that was before he got into his 60s, though. Then he became more of a, an average hitter. Uh, but it began to hurt his knees every time he would play. Eventually, he got to the point where it wasn't even fun to play anymore. Because when you can't run the bases, it's just not fun. He tried a few things. Nothing really worked for him. So he, you know, he was retired. He became, he, he hoped to make it into the softball Hall of Fame but retired the bat. Uh, However, uh, that was right around the time he heard Glenn Beck talking about Relief Factor and decided to give it a try. Only put him out 20 bucks. Why not give it a shot? Well, guess who's playing softball again these days with no pain? Paul. Uh, That's fantastic. Relief Factor isn't a drug. It was developed, though, by doctors, and 70% of the people who try Relief Factor go on to buy more because it works for them. Try the three-week quick start trial pack right now for $19.95. Go to relieffactor.com or call them 800-500-8384. 800-500-8384. It's relieffactor.com or 800-500-8384. Tomorrow night on Glenn TV. More and more companies are getting woke. Unilever wants to become more inclusive. The maker of Dove soap will remove the word normal from its products. But why? Glenn investigates the real reason driving social justice and how companies that don't fall in line will be punished. Watch Comply or Die, How America Will Enforce Total Wokeness, tomorrow night, 9 p.m. Eastern at blazetv.com slash Glenn. That's assuming Glenn is back tomorrow, of course. Mm-hmm. You, you watch uh, Comply or Die, How America Will Enforce Total Wokeness. 
Uh, it is Pat and Stu for Glenn on the Glenn Beck program. 888-727-BECK. Uh, pretty amazing admission by the Washington Post. And they're kind of getting hammered for even bringing it up. But uh, they uh, everybody misquoted President Trump. Um, <laughs> yeah. So in kind of a big moment, too. Kind of a big moment. Yeah. So I'll, if if you forget this sort of storyline here, the the president called uh, down to Georgia and said, "Hey guys, can you look into this election thing? I'm very I'm upset with what happened with the election." And he went through a lengthy call, and we heard actual clips from this call. However, uh, most of the media went further than what we heard. Now we heard the audio. And they had things in quotes, so it's natural to assume, right, that they quoted him accurately, right? They had recordings of the call. Well, apparently what they're telling us now is they just had partial recordings of the call Hmm. and apparently ran these stories without hearing any of these quotes. So they ran a correction yesterday, just a little correction. If you happen to be checking back on that story from a couple months ago, you would have seen it at the bottom. I mean, what's the big deal? That's plenty of, there's plenty of attention. A lot of people go back and mm-hmm. just say, I wonder if they've updated that story from two months ago. We should check on that. <laughs> <laughs> well, somebody apparently did. And this correction ran. Correction two months after publication of the story. I mean, what an unbelievable wow. first. Wow. Yeah. <sighs> the Georgia Secretary of State released an audio recording of President Donald Trump's December phone call with the state's top election investigator. The recording revealed that the Post misquoted Trump's comments on the call based on information provided by a source. Hmm. Trump did not tell the investigator to, quote, find the fraud, end quote. (laughs) Just there. Like, that's pretty important. Pretty important. Because find the fraud sounds like he's actually asking them to do something nefarious. Yeah. He's asking them to do something wrong. You could take it a couple different ways, but you could definitely take it that way. And when you're getting a, a call from the president of the United States in this moment, you probably would take it in the most, uh, you know, I don't know, threatening way possible. Mm-hmm. Now, remember the state of events here. Trump has you know, already the election has been certified and he's calling up to ask uh, uh, to, or for him to go further into that uh, down that rabbit hole. The bigger deal, though, of course, is that the two Georgia election Senate seats are not decided. So it's before that election. Remember, these elections come uh, they come out and it's very close. Both Senate seats are very close. Could this have been the determinative factor in control of the Senate? Mm. This misreporting. Uh, Trump did not tell investigators to find the fraud or say she would be, quote, a national hero if she did so. Instead, Trump urged the investigator to scrutinize ballots in Fulton County, Georgia, asserting she would find dishonesty there. He told her that he had, quote, the most important she had, quote, the most important job in the country right now, end quote. Story about the recording can be found here. The headline and text of the story have been corrected to remove quotes misattributed to Trump. (laughs) Now, this is not some, some local, you know, random paper. This is the Washington yeah. Post uh, giving the definitive story about this particular phone call. And worse than misquoting him is actually writing the story without hearing the audio. <laughs> you know, it's like mm. you have to you have to. I just it's impossible to for me to understand anything other than they just were hoping they'd get away with this. And that Trump would would cost uh, this this whole Trump story would cost uh, the Republicans the Senate, which it wound up doing, arguably. I mean, they were close elections. And now here we are with 50 seats and one point nine trillion dollars already spent with more to come. 
a fascinating. It's impossible to understand that something like this could happen by mistake. In 2021? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I... And how does it happen? It happens only because uh, these reporters hate Donald Trump and they just assume certain things about him. Mm -hmm. And they assume and assert, insert certain things about him to fit their narrative. And that's what they continue to do. And it doesn't matter how much he protests or says, and I don't even know that he said anything about it. Did he even? That's one thing that was interesting. I don't know if he said much about maybe their he, misquotes. Yeah, I, I mean, I don't know that anyone would have listened to him anyway. They wouldn't have. They, don't. they would not have. But still, you you usually would hear from him. Now, of course, this is one of the things that is part of the after effects of not having a Twitter account. I mean, he really wasn't speaking out to anybody at this point. That's if true. I, if I have the timeline right, um, but mm-hmm. he he didn't really have a way to kind of reach out and say, "I never said those things," because that. You're right. You kind of expect to hear that from Trump in this moment. Mm-hmm. But obviously, there's a lot of big things going on at that time. So maybe uh, maybe this just wasn't his focus. But either way, it's impossible to understand how this can happen. And it's not something you can just throw in a correction months later. It should be a major story for The Washington Post on the front page that says, we really screwed this up. Here's how it happened. That's the only way it's acceptable to do something like this. Mm-hmm. You can't just throw it in a correction. And even then, it's... I, it's it's journalism uh, just turned upside down. It's malpractice to a degree that you can't imagine in a, in an incredibly important moment for the country. Yeah. See if this makes any, dif- any difference. So he didn't tell the investigator to, quote, find the fraud, unquote. Or, uh, and he didn't say that she would be, quote, a national hero, unquote. If uh, if she did so, instead, he urged the investigator to scrutinize ballot ballots in Fulton County. That's completely appropriate. Mm-hmm. Scrutinize them, asserting she would find dishonesty there. Mm-hmm. He also told her that she had the most important job in the country. I think you mentioned that. And so then they include some of the some of the recordings and uh, and the whole story is just a non-story to people like CNN and MSNBC, and nobody seems to care. Very, very few outlets even care about this. They, That's incredible. It's the president of the United States that you grossly misquoted, and you don't care about that? <laughs> Pretty unbelievable. It, it, it is, and so expected at this point. You know, we, I think, do a fair job, at least attempt to do a fair job, in occasionally giving mainstream media credit when they do good things you know I, mm-hmm. i'm not the type of person who's going to throw out every single story from the mainstream media and just say oh they're always lying like for example the new york times has done really good reporting on andrew cuomo over the past couple of months uh, which again mm. they waited mm-hmm. <laughs> a long time but i'm glad they're on board and they have been able to uh to find multiple accusers they've been able to dig up lots of information that you know, only maybe the New York Times can. I mean, the New York Times has so many resources to go after these things. And when they actually put their mind to it, they can do some good reporting. The Washington Post is the same way. I mean, they they have done some valuable reporting over the years. But things like this are just inexcusable. And it becomes the easiest thing in the world, Pat, to have uh, at your at your beck and call when everything you see always reinforces your previous beliefs. If you believe Donald Trump is a bad guy, that he's erratic, that he's going to do all these terrible things, 
then every story you cover, you just insert that in there and assume it's okay. Mm -hmm. So when you have a a source telling you he said X, Y, and Z and you have no evidence of that, well, your evidence is he's a bad guy and I know he's a bad guy, so I can just put it in there. Right? Like if if your priors going into the story are this man is a terrible person, then anybody who tells you that... Uh, they have information that proves Donald Trump is a terrible person. You just kind of go ahead and assume that's true. And that's not a good place to go. It's, you know, it's like a weekly world news who is, as it has invested heavily in the idea that bat bat child, the bat child is around and, and available for comment at any time on any given news event. <laughs> well, if someone comes and says, Hey, by the way, the bat child just said X, Y, and Z, you're going to believe it because your priors are, you believe mm-hmm. the bat child exists against all evidence. Sure. And of course, obviously, yeah. he's a very nice guy. We've met him. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. Very nice guy. Uh, point is, you you can't apply and a high, that. Highly respected source as well. Yeah, I think highly so. Highly respected. I think so. Yeah. But you can't apply your whole the whole point of journalism is not to apply your priors. You can't do that. If you do that, you will go down roads in which you're issuing multi paragraph corrections about mm-hmm. massive news stories that you blew. It's interesting too because both the New York Times and the Washington Post have always leaned left Mm -hmm. but they just leaned left before in previous decades they you could just count on them for a little spin yes a slant a certain way (laughs) well now they're just propaganda arms for the democrat party that's uh, they they've just wholeheartedly bought in to left-wing propaganda and and so now they're just left-wing propaganda and so I think that colors everything they, that they do, including when the Washington Post misquotes the president, then uh, the other outlets just pick it up and run with it. CNN is guilty of that as well. They just picked it up and repeated the same lie. Uh, and so then you have everybody spewing this lie. Yeah. And so the American public believes it. Well, I mean, the, New- the Washington Post, New York Times, CNN are all saying it. Can't be a lie. Well, it it was, and it is, and I think this happens a lot more than we even know. That's terrifying. Because it is. I feel like in this era we do catch it more often. You know, with with people always looking at everything and social media, and you you can find these things and check them out. And we do, I think, catch more of them these days. But there's more of them happening too. You know, we talked about this with with the uh, Chris Cuomo situation. I think a little bit yesterday. And that I think there really was a time in which CNN would come out and say, okay, we blew this one. You know, like we shouldn't have had the brother of the governor doing slapstick comedy in the middle of the pandemic. Like, okay, (laughs) that's our bad. Yes. Okay. We're going to try to correct that. Now, would they correct it? Probably not. But at least they would admit they would feel at least the tug of of having some sort of integrity. You know what I mean? They wouldn't mm-hmm. necessarily follow through with it, but they would feel weird about it. You know, there's a certain brand of person. Andrew Cuomo is is down this line, you know, where you don't have that natural human tug of integrity when you say something false. Everybody says things that are false in their lives, right? Hopefully, you're the type of person who, when you say something and you know it's not kind of true, you kind of feel that internal sort of struggle a little bit. Mm-hmm. Your stomach feels a little weird. And you're like, ah, this isn't exactly the way I should say this, but I feel like I, I have to at this point. No, honey, you don't look fat in that. You know what I mean? There's something that at least tugs mm-hmm. at your integrity. <laughs> it, it, you know, Andrew Cuomo has, you know, no 
connection to integrity in any way. Everything he says, he says without that feeling. It's not in him. So when he says things that are complete lies that cost the lives of thousands of people, there's nothing in him that says, gee, I shouldn't say this. Gee, this is a weird moment. Maybe you mm -hmm. shouldn't be lying about a, a thousand grandparents being dead. He doesn't care. He just goes along through it because to Andrew Cuomo, the most important thing, of course, is Andrew Cuomo. And I think we have too many people in the media now who have that same thing. I, I think CNN, uh, this Cuomo thing seems to have passed that line where they no longer they no longer feel the the need to step up and say, look, OK. We think we did a lot of great coverage about the COVID-19, but this was we shouldn't have been doing that. We had the ban in place. We should have kept the ban in place. Everything would have been fine. And I think the same thing is happening with some of these media sources now. They never felt the need to 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 uh, to have that internal debate about Donald Trump because they just all assumed he was Satan mm -hmm. times Hitler multiplied by Idi Amin. And they were just like, okay, that's the guy, so we can say whatever thing. And no one's going to say, hey, you know, you misquoted Hitler. He actually didn't say that. No one's going to fight you. <laughs> you know, Everyone's going to be like, yeah, well, he was a really bad guy, did a lot of terrible things. Right. If you assume he's Hitler before you write the story, you have a lot of freedom to kind of say whatever you want. And they did. <laughs> and they did. 888-727-BECK. It's Pat and Stu for Glenn on the Glenn Beck program. I want to paint you a picture of peace of mind. If you're planning to buy or sell a home in the near future, or both, this is especially for you. Uh, your real estate agent comes to the door, comes in, sits down with you. You talk for a little bit about the house, what your goals are, what's realistic and what's not, all of that. Then he pulls out his phone and a piece of paper and proceeds to pull up the names of every single person you're going to need to get the job done and get the job done right and writes them all down for you. And you realize not for the last time in this process that you didn't just need a real estate agent you got a you needed a partner you needed someone who's going to walk you through this entire process from beginning to end and make sure it goes the best way possible for you uh that's what glenn envisioned when he started realestateagentsitrust.com it's what realestateagentsitrust.com delivers every day the name kind of says it all go to realestateagentsitrust.com check it out get the best price for your home whether you're buying or selling it's realestateagentsitrust Dot com, 10 seconds, station ID. Uh, Pat and Stu for Glenn on the Glenn Beck program. Uh, great to have you with us. Um, it's nice to see that, uh, that President Joe Biden is considering the first major federal tax increase. In almost 30 years. We did it. We yes, did it. Yes. 30 it. years in the making. Congratulations, yeah. everybody. Haven't had a major federal tax increase since 1993, and that's just about to change. Yeah. To help pay for the long-term economic program that's uh, designed as the follow-up to the pandemic relief bill. Wait, um, wait so... So we're going to try to this pay isn't for going to pay for the pandemic relief bill. No, no. But the follow up, it's going it to pay, pay for, for thing, some of the follow up. The thing that they're planning, their <laughs> next crisis that they're planning yes. after the pandemic relief bill. Yes, exactly. OK. Unlike the one point nine, almost two trillion dollar uh, COVID-19 stimulus act, the next initiative, which is expected to be even bigger. Oh, my gosh. Won't rely just on government debt. 
as a funding source. Uh, that, they're going to do the tax hikes to pay for it. Isn't that great? The next one is going to be even bigger. That's the first I've heard of that. That is the first I've heard of it, too, which is scary because, wow, now they can only do the reconciliation thing once a year, which is to get to get something like this through with 50 votes. If yeah, I'm, they'll, they'll probably have to eliminate the filibuster to get this. Oh, jeez! If they want to get it, this would be so bad, so bad. And what they're what they're trying to do here, they're trying to walk this line where they had multiple senators promise they would never, ever, never, never, ever, 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 Pat, get mm. rid of. Of this filibuster. No, no, no. You can trust Joe Manchin. He's there for you. This is why it was such a good mm-hmm. decision by the fine people well, such of a West moderate. Virginia to put him back in office. He's such a moderate. He's such a Stu. moderate. He, he's not He's yeah. not to be feared by the right. He's oh. super, super moderate. Oh, and he's a rock-ribbed moderate. Oh, uh, yeah. Pat. He's almost a Republican, almost. this guy. Almost. Almost. Almost a Republican. And Kirsten Cinema, who, oh, I mean, you so want to talk reasonable. about... Super right wing uh-huh. Kirsten Cinema, uh, who uh, <laughs> who really has? I actually I will say that I she, her coming into office. I you looking at her past? She really had some really far left views. So far, she's been just normal left uh, in the Joe Manchin category which by the way used to be a liberal i mean i, mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean there was a mm-hmm. there was a time in which joe Manchin would be considered uh, you know towards the left of the democratic party but now he's a moderate and these guys promised hey don't worry we won't let this happen now they're kind of pitching this reform thing where we're not going to get rid of the filibuster no no it will just not be there for all the important votes we want to win that's all. We'll just find carve-outs for the things that we want. Yeah, every time we need it, yeah. we'll use it. We want the voting thing? We'll say, on human rights and, and civil rights legislation, then there should be no filibuster. And when it comes to paying for some giant program, when things of real need like this, there should be no filibuster. We're going to we'll tweak it again. And they'll leave it there for, like, naming post offices. It will be, you can post, you can filibuster the post office. But you're going to need 60 votes to get that post office changed. We didn't get rid of it. We swear. (laughs) It's unbelievable. We got to go through the details of that tax hike. Yeah. Because it's scary. It's scary. This is the Glenn Beck Program. So the IRS just issued an urgent warning about a new scam to steal the electronic filing identification numbers from tax professionals over email. Once they've done that, they can use your information to file fraudulent tax returns. Uh, Now, obviously, tax professionals should be aware of the latest phishing scams out there, but you need to be prepared and be aware as well uh, because your your person might not catch it before it's too late. It's important to understand how cybercrime and identity theft are affecting our lives Every day we put our information at risk on the internet and you never know from one day to the next when it's going to be the time that your identity is stolen. That's why LifeLock is so important. It helps you monitor a ton more than you can keep track of on your own. No one can prevent all identity theft or monitor all transactions at all businesses, but you can keep what's yours with LifeLock Identity Theft Protection. Join now and save up to 25% off your first year at lifelock.com with the promo code BECK, lifelock.com with the promo code BECK, or you can call them at 1-800-LIFELOCK. It's lifelock.com. Use the promo code BECK for 25% off. You don't want to get stuck in identity theft. It's the worst thing that can happen to you. It takes forever to unravel. Lifelock.com, promo code BECK. 
the way, don't forget to use your promo code GLEN for $10 off your subscription at blazetv.com. Pat and Stu for Glenn on the Glenn Beck program. So the White House is expected to propose a suite of tax increases. Like when you have a master bedroom suite. Just a whole bunch of real wonderful tax increases all rolled into one giant package. Uh, the tax hikes will include, uh, they'll be included in a broader infrastructure and jobs package because when are we going to when will we finally allot some money for infrastructure (laughs) (laughs) when will that finally happen we need a national conversation on infrastructure pat when will we talk about it we won't i don't know what the problem is people just don't want to constantly talk about infrastructure all the time that's all we've done is infrastructure bills but the stimulus was filled with infrastructure we're going to fix our our broken roads and bridges mm-hmm. it's always the roads and bridges uh, they're crumbling and we need to fix them well okay where did that 787 billion go because that's that was supposed to fix the infrastructure it's not even real money anymore if it's, it doesn't start with a t it, it, if we can't get at true. least into the trillions that's then it's not even a bill very true well, this one will be in the trillions, fortunately. Oh, good. And uh, they, they're going to raise the corporate tax rate as well from 21 to 28%. Oh, good. Because, because you know. Mm-hmm. It's a fantastic idea. That's exciting to corporations who will really want to stay here now. The one thing that's interesting about that is every single study they do about the corporate <laughs> tax rate is they find that uh, that just gets passed to you. So the oh, corporations okay. raise the rates. The, yeah. That money gets, gets gets charged to you instead. So you're paying more tax. What a stunning surprise that mm-hmm. is. That yeah. they would they would pass along their their uh, expenses to us. Because I, I always felt like they they just they just out accept of less profit. Of their heart just no. you know yeah, you know not usually it, what happens. Maybe they would just go into loss from profit to <laughs> loss. That might be a, another approach. Yeah, but they, they don't seem no, to they do don't that seem to want to do that. Yeah. They're going to raise the income tax rate on individuals earning more than 400000 Good. Those finally, damn rich people. Finally. When will they pay their fair share? They've never paid it before. Never. Those never. people, Pat, don't pay any taxes. Okay? No, zero. They you have know, a zero tax rate. I don't know if you know this. Mitt Romney never paid any taxes. Not a we, penny. We found that out in 2012. Well, it's out there. He needs to address it He now. needs to address it, which he, he did he, do, but we didn't believe him. <laughs> <laughs> and then the, we later admitted that everyone lied about it. But still, yeah, still, it's important that rich people get punished. Anyone who makes money mm-hmm. in this society well, that's is immoral. evil. It's it's immoral and evil. You're Unless right. they're on the left. Sure. Because mm-hmm. then they're doing good things with it. Right. Then they're doing good they're things. They're funding abortion clinics and things. Right. That's Building new, fancy, mm-hmm. state-of-the-art abortion clinics. One, abortion clinics that can churn out abor- like an abortion every 11 seconds. Just churning them out like a like a a lot of drive-throughs, like a lot of drive-through abortion lot, clinics, a lot of drive-throughs. Yeah, and you got and these. This is what year is it? Is it is it nineteen fourteen? No, no, it is twenty twenty one. Exactly. We're getting the drive-through COVID vaccines. Yeah, we're getting the drive-through tests. And we should the have the drive-through abortion, abortion clinics now. Make it easy. We're going to uh, finally. They're going to expand the estate taxes reach. Oh, good, good. Because when you've paid your taxes. All your life on everything you've ever made mm-hmm. and then you die well then the government has a right to easily 50 percent of what you have absolutely what you have left 
So well, let's see. Why would you? Why would you allow them to give it to their family or whoever they wanted to? You wouldn't, right? Right? No, you'd, that would be bad. You'd insist that the government take their fair share of it, right? Like, well, here's the thing. This is the way society should work. Okay. Uh huh. You make some money, and the government taxes you on that money, but you have some left over. Mm-hmm. And with that leftover money, you go purchase something. And then you pay a, a sales tax when you purchase that, obviously, because that's just fair. It's just mm-hmm. fair. It's just fairness. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Then you take that money and maybe that thing that you bought grows in value over time. Okay. Well, in that case, just just would just tax that growth. That's all. Just tax that growth. And then when you mm-hmm. die, they just take half of what's left. Like that <laughs> seems completely legitimate and fair and not a scam. That does not seem like a scam, Pat. Uh, Especially what's amazing is even with those rules, they still are in debt. Yeah. Like you're taking every dime from people. Yep. And they're still somehow unable to run this government into surplus. Also, they're talking about a higher capital gains tax rate, too, for individuals earning at least a million dollars a year. That's the one that they asked Barack Obama about back in the day. Capital gains. Yeah. And they said every single time uh, that this has been lowered... We've received more revenue to the government because it right. increases activity. Mm-hmm. And uh, Barack Obama didn't really have a good answer to that. No, his response was, uh, if I'm not mistaken, that in the interest of fairness, mm-hmm. uh, he still believed in a, a higher capital gains tax. In other words, punish the rich people, even if it doesn't help yeah. society. I don't just, care we if just it think helps. It's, we don't want them to be happy. Yeah. <laughs> I think I, was I, the... I, it doesn't matter <laughs> whether it's good for the yeah. country. It doesn't matter if it It's helps. bad for them. Yeah. And uh, that's fair. If bad for them is good for me. God, it's crazy. It's absolutely insane. So uh, White House economist Heather Bushy... Underlined that Biden doesn't intend to boost taxes on people. He doesn't what? Intend. He doesn't intend Intend. on boosting taxes. They're not saying he's not going to. Right. He just doesn't intend intend to right now (laughs) to boost taxes on people earning less than 400,000. But you know he will. Look, intent is, uh, you know, most of the law. You know, (laughs) usually if you intend. Nine tenths of the law. Nine tenths of the law. That's what I've. So Mm -hmm. if you intend, if you say, like, hey, I'm not going to, I don't intend on raising taxes on people who are middle class making $50,000 a year, but then you do it, you're still nine-tenths okay. Yes. That's how I look at it. Me too. It's totally fine. As long as you don't, I didn't mean to raise taxes on everyone. Right. It just happened. Uh, You know, but for folks at the top who've been able to benefit from Mm. this economy and haven't been this hard hit, there's a lot of room. To think about what kinds of revenue we can raise. Those bastards. I just, you know, I don't even care if it's revenue. I Even if it brings in less revenue, let's just punish those people who wear suits and ties. And seriously, that's what Barack Obama was saying. Because yeah. if it doesn't benefit the country, why do it then? Because at least there's an argument. You could argue, okay, well, yes, you're stealing people's money. Mm-hmm. But, hey, at least it helps the collective. That's supposed to be the liberal conservative divide, right? Yes. Conservatives are focused on individuals being able to hold what they earn and, and, and be responsible for their own lives and, mm-hmm. and, uh, and, and actions. And the left is supposed to say, well, no, we're going to take their money and we're going to redistribute it more efficiently. Barack Obama was saying, no, actually, I don't care if it's being, <laughs> being distributed more efficiently. I Doesn't just matter. want it to hurt those guys. Yeah. 
Because it, it makes it more fair for people who are making less than they are. They don't have to be quite as jealous, I guess. I, I don't know. It doesn't make any sense. It honestly doesn't make any sense. So this will turn out to be uh, the Tax Policy Center estimated this will raise $2.1 trillion over a decade, though the administration's plan is likely to be smaller. Uh, the overall program, though, has yet to be unveiled. But analysts are saying somewhere between two and four trillion dollars. Oh, uh, two just, to four trillion. Just the two to four trillion? Yeah, tax increase. Well, that's not ten trillion. It's not a hundred trillion. It's not one quadrillion. When you when you think it could be a quadrillion, this is a really conservative plan, right? I mean, this is basically a tax cut from the one quadrillion basically. dollar plan, right? What if it was a, a thousand quadrillion? What if it one was quintillion? <laughs> quintillion. <laughs> A quintillion dollars. Right. A quadrillion dollar bill would be, a, would be <laughs> I mean, conservative in that world. So let's just think that the, they offered a one quintillion dollar bill and we got it down to two to four trillion. Yeah. We'd be thrilled with that outcome. It's like when somebody was complaining to uh, Barack Obama that the uh, unemployment rate was, was getting really close to 10%. <laughs> yeah. And he said, well, at least it's not 13 or 14 or 15%. That's true. Uh, <laughs> it's true. He does so make a point there. When it could be 15%, 10% seems pretty good. I mean, here's the thing. Could it be uh, 100%? Yes, it could. The unemployment yeah, rate could it, be 100%. There could be every person in America without a job. What if it was 500%? <laughs> what if people <laughs> lost five jobs each per day? That'd be a lot. That would be incredibly high. And Barack yeah. Obama was keep, was able to keep it at only the <laughs> highest it's been in a really long time. <laughs> it was only like 9.8% or yeah. something, I think, at its peak, which was not bad at all. Not at all. When you consider what it could have been. It could have been. Yeah. I mean, we saw what it could have been yeah, we here did. over the past year. Yes, we did. All you need is a giant global pandemic or Barack Obama's you know, policies. And look, Biden is mm. Biden. This Biden's approval rating right now is 62 percent, by the way, 62 percent. You've got to be kidding. me. Yeah. No, and I have not seen that. It's been poll. very steady Jeez. right around 60 percent since he started. How now, is that possible? There are. In order for it to be 62%, there's got to be quite a few Republicans who are thinking, yeah, you're doing a good job. Yeah, no, it's true. You're doing a great job. And like people. What is the matter with you? <laughs> if you are a Republican <laughs> and you think he's doing a good job, what is the matter with you? It's <sighs> shocking. Wow. Shocking. Uh, you know, and it's been, he's been in the positive the entire time. Mm. And part of that, I think, is that people don't really remember he's president because he never actually goes anywhere that, that probably does is, anything that does figure public. in mm-hmm. he's you know I, I was talking to someone yesterday and they said to me i mean is jen saki president because we never hear anything from joe biden or kamala harris for that matter true you just yeah. hear stuff from from jen saki coming out and addressing this um the it's an npr uh pbs news hour uh, marist poll finding joe biden at 62 percent approval uh 30 percent disapproval and then 8% unsure. It is uh, Republicans uh, approve of wow. him. 30% of Republicans, uh, 22% of Trump supporters say they approve of Biden's handling of the pandemic, um, which is you know, pretty high. Uh, yeah. You know, higher than you'd think in this sort of divisive so environment. So is 62% the overall approval rating or is that the pandemic approval? 
is the pandemic. Yes, okay. you're correct. Yeah. 62% approval rating for the pandemic. I think his actual approval rating is in the mid-50s uh, when it comes to... Uh, That's still too high. It's still high. And again, you know, this is... You can go back and you could take what you want out of polls. I know people don't like polls sometimes. But, you know, Donald Trump was never in the mid-50s in his entire presidency. Uh, and, and, you know, this is very early... He only got Biden's, to 50, I think, in Rasmussen, didn't he? Yeah, I think Rasmussen, he hit it a couple times, but mm-hmm. he was never, and that's just, you know, he was obviously a divisive figure. Their I, their goal, though, here with Biden is to make him a non-figure. Like, you yeah. don't know who the president is because you never see or hear from them. And occasionally he'll come out and he'll give an award to some military guy, and then you won't hear from him for another month. He's done no press conferences. He's basically, they're passing these bills without introducing you to him. Mm-hmm. Who? Joe Biden? Was he even a factor in the 2020 election? Most people say no, because it was really just a do you like Trump or do you not like Trump sort of election. So Biden is coming in here and he's getting things done that would be very difficult to do in a different environment. Well, and it's smart because when he does come out and speak, yeah. he says things like this. The vast majority of economists left, right and center mm-hmm. from Wall Street to the the to the, the private private, private uh, 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 private economic economic uh, uh, polling initiatives. Po- polling initiatives. Oh my oh, gosh! The, the private economic polling, polling initiatives. initiatives. The PE. The Pepe. Yes, the Pepe. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. That's a or big... the Pappy because it's private. No, it's you're right. Pepe economic, right? Yeah, economic. Yeah, yeah private the economic polling initiatives. That's a huge thing in our <laughs> society today. How many times, Pat, have we talked about the private? economic polling i can't even count i can't even count them and people the wouldn't listen to us no, for a long time we, we finally to tell you, have you know what they're going to talk about most in the future <laughs> are the private economic polling initiatives and you're going to be sorry you didn't entertain it before then and here we are and <laughs> and, and here, here we, we are, are. One of those days. Uh, Your dog doesn't know the difference between healthy and unhealthy food, but his body does. When you're feeding him the sort of dry kibble food, for instance, his body is telling him that everything he's eating is dead because kibble food has to be sterilized for a long shelf life. The dog's body knows that it's missing out on key things that it needs, like vitamins and minerals and probiotics and antioxidants, uh, all the same stuff you need to be healthier and happier. And in a lot of cases, and this is how it does, I know it does with Glenn's dog, um, the, the the dog just doesn't want to eat it at all because it's just not interested. Well, uh, Dennis Black decided to take this problem on and he created a product, a product called Rough Greens. It's not a dog food. It's a supplement that you sprinkle on top of the dog food and it's full of all those incredibly healthy ingredients uh, that, that your dog needs. Now, I know my dog has loved it from moment one. Uh, I think yours will as well. You can get a free bag of Rough Greens for your dog to try out. All you have to do is pay shipping. Go to roughgreens.com slash Beck or call 833-GLEN-33. It's 833-G-L-E-N-N-33. Give it a call today. It's Pat and Stu in for Glenn on the Glenn Beck program. Glenn is out with a back injury. In fact, in just a moment, we're going to go on Instagram live uh, at Stu Does America, and we're going to do an investigation into Glenn's a fake back injury. We think he's fraudulent here, and uh, we're going to prove it here on Instagram live here in just a couple seconds. Uh, but I want to tell you about this thing that's going on with, with this increasingly weird stuff that's going on with the use of our troops to point to, uh, to, to kind of like 
own the conservatives. A couple times now we've seen this with Tucker Carlson getting criticized by military figures. Yesterday, uh, a uh, congressman brought the military down to Marjorie Taylor Greene's office in, in, in the House to show her that I guess she made a mistake about saying Guam was was not was a foreign area or something like that. I, I didn't see the quote, but it's mm. apparently a big deal to this guy. And uh, they brought the military down and this show, like filmed it big show to, I guess, put it to Mar- Marjorie Taylor Greene to show her that Guam is part of the United States and, and all of this. And it's like, you know, I don't remember the military being used in this way before. Not that I can ever recall. No. Mm-mm. More importantly, though, the word Guam was said, which made me which think of one thing. Means My, my fear is that uh, the whole island will uh, mm-hmm. become so overly populated, populated that, that it will, will tip over and, uh, and capsize. And capsize, yeah. Well, the general put his mind at ease, though. Uh, we don't anticipate that. <laughs> we, we don't anticipate that. Again, that's all he said. <laughs> yeah. He didn't mock the guy. They no. didn't do a hilarious viral video to prove he was an idiot. He right. just said, we don't anticipate Guam capsizing. <laughs> and I thought that was that that's, was a good point. Yeah, it is a good point. This is the Glenn Beck Program. We need to get in shape. I think we all do. What? Yeah, it's true. I mean, me and you, (laughs) we we are physical specimens, so obviously we don't need to do it. I'm often confused with Adonis himself. Yeah. Adonis. Yeah. Yeah. They're like, are you Adonis himself? Like, no. No. But you can see. A lot of people make that mistake. The likelihood. (laughs) People are me, uh, 1985 Ivan Drago. They're like, is that you? Dolph Lundgren? And I'm like, Uh no, no. it's not. No. Uh, But Bill Bars are different than the typical. You're shorter than Dolph. I'm much shorter. Yeah. I don't know why people. I'm not like six. He looks like six, eight. Mm -hmm. I don't know how tall he really is. Um, I will say uh, Bill Bars are different. My wife started with Bill Bar a long time ago. She got Tanya into him. Tanya got Glenn into them. They are, you'd think, built bars, like a protein bar. No, these are like a, they're candy bars. They we're really low, though, in calories and carbs and, you know, three to five net carbs. If you're into the keto stuff, lots of protein as well. Uh, all types of great flavors are on the board for built bar so check it out uh go to builtbar.com use the promo code beck 15 you'll save 15 percent off your next order the promo code is beck 15 for 15 percent off builtbar.com and Stuber gear today. Pat and Stu in for Glenn, who's got a back issue. <laughs> right. Oh, oh my gosh, I just did the white supremacist Oh symbol. my gosh! Oh no! And you're on camera. And I'm on camera! Oh my Proof gosh. Proof positive! We, we had an Instagram I, live going on at Stu Does America right now, and that, I hope they saw that. I, that's your signal! Mm-hmm. I, for A-OK, now... <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> so stupid. Hasn't it been proven that that was just a joke? 
yes. done all by somebody things, online and they start as jokes. still bring it up now. And now they act as it like they're real. Yeah. It's just entrapment. Uh, all right. We, we got that. Oh, we are going to talk about uh, uh, blackface episodes that have been removed from streaming because it, it didn't used to be a thing, apparently. To, to be not as big a thing as it is right now, anyway. It is bizarre, because some of the stuff is. is pretty recent. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, this is... I mean, there's all kinds of new developments that you can't do anymore, but this is definitely one of those, <laughs> and maybe the biggest of them. Um, more on that, and lots more coming up in 60 seconds. The Glenn Beck Program. So Sam lives in Colorado, and a while back he had surgery to repair some damage that had left him with uh, severe pain in his legs. Now, fortunately, Sam had already discovered Relief Factor by this time, and he was using it to bring the pain to a tolerable level. Uh, The surgery, uh, thankfully, was a success. These days, Sam takes Relief Factor as maintenance to help guard against the effects of inflammation. Here's the thing. Sam's 73. He does long-distance uh, trekking, snowshoeing, and hunting, just like us, Pat. I mean, that's pretty much our lives. When people look oh, at yeah. us, they say, are you guys the long-distance long, uh, trekkers and snowshoers? And we're like, yeah, that's well, us. Obviously. You look at us, we're physical specimens. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We really are. Uh, I, I assume this is what happened with Glenn and his back today. He was probably doing a long sh- snowshoe trek. I bet he was. And threw his back out. Yeah. Which is terrible, terrible tragedy. I hate when that happens. No. A lot of times on my long snowshoe treks, something will happen. <laughs> something to me. always seems to happen. It's it does. A, yeah. uh, all right. Well, Sam got his life back. You can too. I don't know if Glenn will. Hopefully, Glenn. I guarantee Glenn's going to be taking Relief Factor coming back from back, uh, throwing his back out. Relief Factor isn't a drug, but it was developed by doctors, and 70% of the people who try Relief Factor go on to buy more because it works for them. Give the three week quick start trial pack a try. For only nineteen ninety five, go to relieffactor.com or call 800-500-8384. It's relieffactor.com or 800-500-8384. Tomorrow night on Glenn TV, more and more companies are getting woke. Unilever wants to become more inclusive. The maker of Dove soap will remove the word normal from its products. But why? Glenn investigates the real reason driving social justice and how companies that don't fall in line will be punished. Watch Comply or Die, How America Will Enforce Total Wokeness, tomorrow night, 9 p.m. Eastern at blazetv.com slash Glenn. That's going to be a good one. We are in that process right now, enforcing total wokeness. If Glenn is back tomorrow, uh, you got to check that out. It's blazetv.com slash Glenn, promo code is Glenn. So speaking of uh, a fabulous television viewing here, Pat, one of the things, do you do this where you have a, an old show that you've watched before that sort of just brings you back to some sort of comfort level? Yes. And you might just flip it on when you're getting ready for bed or you have a couple minutes open. You're just, maybe you're, you know, doing, like when I'm doing bills sometimes, I will just throw on, you know, some TV show that I've watched before. So I don't really need to pay attention to it. But like I got my computer on my lap. I'm mostly working, but it's kind of in the background. Mm-hmm. So... One of the shows I do that with, and I've been doing for a little while here, is It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. It's a show, uh, it's, you know, it's sort of a edgy comedy, if you've never seen it before. Uh, and they go down a lot of, uh, they, they push the envelope on certain, on certain issues throughout. And it's been interesting to watch it, because I've been watching it from the beginning. You know, one episode, of, you know, every day or two. And the change you kind of notice in that the really early seasons they say all sorts of crap that i cannot believe they get away with right like it just they just go so far in every episode and 
you you kind of noticed the transition a little bit, and it seemed like maybe they were getting a little softer as it went on in the seasons. Like they wouldn't push the envelope quite as much as it went on, which you kind of it would expect. But yesterday, I'm I'm watching. It was season eight, episode one, and it's on Hulu. And at the bottom, when the episode ends, the little box pops up. You know, and it says uh, uh, "Next up, season eight, episode two, Right. Mm-hmm. But it doesn't say that this time. It says "Next up, season eight, episode three. And I looked at it. and I'm like, "Aren't I on season episode one?" And yes, I'm on episode one. You see, episode two, Pat, has been deleted from the service. It is no longer available to stream. It is no longer part of the series, apparently. And mm. I, I thought, wait a minute, this is unbelievable. So I went online and I started to just search to see if I could find anything about this particular uh, episode. And yes, it actually has been removed from the streaming services. But it's not the only episode of It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. I was like, what? I remember this being more offensive. And part of it is because they've removed episodes from previous seasons that I didn't notice as I passed by. Wow. So season eight, mm. episode three is uh, or episode two is called the gang recycles their trash um and d who's the female character on the show is a failing comedian she tries to do these characters uh and she's awful at them which is really really funny and one of the reasons why it's funny is she's a failed comedian she thinks she's funny and she's trying to do like this old school racial stereotype humor and it's the point of it is to show that she's blatantly a racist and a terrible person the whole show is about how bad these people are right that's the whole point mm-hmm. of the show is to show them doing terrible things and you're you laugh at them because they're idiots you realize that these things are bad well apparently they count her character martina martinez uh as blackface because i she i would say she looks tan in the episode but i, I guess i guess they're counting that as blackface now, they've now ripped five episodes out of the show uh, off of Hulu, which is... Uh, all for blackface? All for blackface. America's Next Top Patty's mm. Billboard Model Contest, which the her fake comedian is in, uh, Martina Martinez. Then there's two classic episodes. Like, if you know anyone who's ever watched the show, they remade Lethal... They made a sequel to Lethal Weapon. Uh, and, of course, one of the horrible white characters has to be Danny Glover. So in Lethal Weapon 5 and Lethal Weapon 6, uh-huh. they do use blackface in the art. Now, again, there no, it's not to, unlike we talked about yesterday, Jimmy Kimmel, who used blackface just to mock a black person and how they talked. This is like them <clears throat> mocking themselves for being idiots, right? Mm-hmm. That's been pulled off. And uh, yeah, I, the context doesn't matter. It doesn't at matter. All, which is so bizarre and so stupid because the context should matter it's all that matters in a situation like this yeah 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 i mean it it is all that matters but you're a racist if you think context matters because uh if this happened then there you know there is no reason for it there's no excuse for it you just can't do it under any circumstances no and so you're a racist if you think that context matters now it's it's true and insane. You know, mm-hmm. uh, the, Donald uh, McNeil, 
who was the lead star reporter for the New York Times on COVID-19 from the beginning of the pandemic. He's a guy who's, you know, I didn't agree with everything he said, but he was the guy who said it was going to be a big deal in January and February. Like he was one of these guys who was making a big deal about it. He's been covering infectious diseases across the world for 40 years for the New York Times. I mean, this is like their Mm -hmm. legendary guy. And he was just fired because he was on a trip with a bunch of students who asked him a question about whether it was okay to use the N-word in a certain circumstance. Oh, yeah. He tried to clarify what the circumstance was. Like, are you talking about, like, someone saying it as a racial slur or someone, like, quoting someone? And at some point in his, his search for an explanation, he said the word out loud. And that, of course, was enough for him to be fired because of all the woke staff all over the place. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and it's funny because I'm watching season eight episode one of of it's always sunny in philadelphia which how this one gets through and how the other episodes around it get banned because of blackface which are not there's not a lot of you know it's more of them being idiots thinking they could get away with blackface that's basically the joke like they are so uh so disconnected from the world that they think that this is appropriate, right? These, mm-hmm. you know, they obviously have all sorts of issues. I mean, Mac in the show is basically a racist throughout. Um, but the episode before is is basically nonstop Nazi jokes, and th- one of their grandfathers is was a former Nazi, and they're talking about they play footage from their old camp back in the day, which they <laughs> later in life realized was a Nazi camp, and. <laughs> Literally, not only are they saying all sorts of really offensive things about Jews, but the actual N-word is in the episode. It's actually said by one of the characters in the episode with no edit. That one's still up there, but the next one is out because they're making fun of like lethal weapon or something. Completely insane. Mm -hmm. So we found uh, this collection of (laughs) stories. There is one in here which is absolutely amazing. All the episodes from streaming services that have been pulled off because of blackface. And let me give you the best one first, because I can't resist. Hulu has removed an episode of The Golden Girls. (laughs) (laughs) The Golden Girls had a blackface episode? The Golden Girls had a blackface episode, apparently. Now, listen to this. First of all, this sounds... I mean, I know you're not supposed to like these things because they're so offensive, but this does sound amazing. Mixed Blessings was the name of it. It's not streaming because there's a scene where Betty White and and Rue McClanahan introduce themselves to a black character while wearing a mud mask that is mistaken for blackface. <laughs> that sounds like okay. an incredible half hour of television. But there again, it's, it's not context. They're not even in blackface. Not even in blackface. Not trying to be in blackface. Because a character mistakes a mud mask for blackface, they removed an episode of the freaking Golden Girls? <laughs> Is Betty White the least offensive person in human history? <laughs> Everyone loves Betty White. They took the freaking Golden Girls off? Mm-hmm. Mm. Absolutely incredible. incredible. <laughs> in every it's way. incredible. Uh, another ep- another uh, example, uh, there's a show called With Bob and David. Now, if you know back in the day, Mr. Show with Bob and David was on HBO, very famous uh, sketch comedy show, in my opinion, the best one ever made. And they Netflix did one season of sort of a revival, which they called With Bob and David. In the two, it was 2015. In this episode, David Cross, who is 
super liberal, like I probably the most liberal person in our society, the single most liberal person in our society. He uh, dresses up uh, and at one point he's doing a thing where he's trying. He's like, you know, in these, in these YouTube videos where you're trying like uh, I'm going to show you uh, what your rights are. As a, as a citizen, when you get pulled over on the side of the road, and he's filming himself. He's trying to do his own like little viral video. And he's trying to make the point at one point in the sketch that if he puts on blackface, he will automatically get arrested because he's black. And he does. Like that's, you know, mm. it's I mean, it's a fun. It's, you know, I'm summarizing here, obviously, but it's a very funny sketch. But they've removed it from the show because he was wearing blackface in an effort to say the liberal point that what that white cops will just arrest black people for no reason he's actually making the liberal point and they still pull it off <laughs> sarah so silverman ridiculous. we talked about sarah silverman yesterday she yeah. lost a job because of a sketch <clears throat> she did in blackface um they did move uh, scrubs has lost three episodes of their show from the streaming services the office has lost an episode which i don't i don't remember an office blackface scene but there either there is a lot that is uh that is offensive in that show uh community lost an episode um 30 rock uh, four episodes you know for hollywood lecturing us about racism all the time they're in blackface a lot lot of blackface (laughs) yeah a lot of blackface wow i feel like a a tad too much But some of these examples are completely ridiculous with Golden Girls, I think, has, has to top the list. Amazing. Triple eight seven two seven B E C K. All right. How much time are you spending grilling these days? If you're up north, you're probably not grilling at all because it's freezing freaking cold still. Um, but that's the thing. You don't have to have that as part. It doesn't have the weather outside does not have to control your grilling capacity. Uh, you don't need to worry about uh, all of these uh, advancements in science that can protect your grilling abilities because rectex got them all done for you uh they grill they smoke they even bake a rectex can bake for you and it adjusts its own temperature to make sure you're getting the perfect cook every single time you control it from an app on your phone or device which is great if it's really hot in the summer like it's going to be down here in a few weeks in texas you can just be inside controlling the thing. If you get a cold burst up in the Northeast, you can do it that way as well. You control it from an app on your phone or device. It's fantastic. Don't take my word for it. Make sure you get the time to take a little A-B comparison. If you get the, if you get that moment, you're going to see Rectech is the way to go. Follow Rectech on all social media and sign up for their newsletter. It's Rectech with a Q at the end. R-E-C-T-E-Q dot com. Rectech with a Q at the end. It's R-E-C-T-E-Q dot com 10 seconds station id so uh disney is having this little problem as well apparently with uh with things that are offensive and they're trying to figure out what to do with them and so while they were deciding okay did we pull these Nah, then we'll, we probably won't make as much money. We won't get as many subscribers. We won't pull them. What we'll do is we'll put these warning labels on them. And we'll warn people that they these movies and these scenes were wrong then. Mm-hmm. And they're wrong now. Well, then shouldn't they be off your service? 
Really? If you feel like they were wrong when they were made, why'd you make it? And certainly you should take all the profits mm. from that project and immediately donate them to Thank you. whatever charity. Black Lives Matter. <laughs> whatever. Yeah, whatever you think is appropriate. Because obviously if it was wrong then, yeah, you shouldn't have made, have made money it. on it. You right? shouldn't have made the movie in the first place. But there's uh, six movies that display the advisory that it's wrong then and wrong now. Negative depictions of people's or cultures, uh, Peter Pan, because of their depiction of Native Americans and and flying uh, and, and flying flying little boys. That's <laughs> it's a bad depiction. They, they did not yeah. depict them nicely. The aristocrats, the aristocats. Yep. Uh, the Jungle Book. I don't even know what's wrong with the, what what um, what in the Jungle Book is offensive. Do you remember? Uh, Lady and the Tramp. I think reading is offensive to the blind, so you can't use books. Okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that makes sense. Mm -hmm. Lady and the Tramp, I think, is the Siamese twin cats. Okay. We are Siamese, if you please. <laughs> that was... Plenty milk for you, and all shall shum for me. I love that scene. Really? Uh, it's, it's great. It's a, it's a hit in our house, but I guess it's offensive. Well, it's you're white racist. Well, that's right. That's right. So that that's would right. be a hit in your house. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. Swiss Family Robinson. Mm, I, do they do blackface in the Swiss Family Robinson? I think <laughs> I they do know. plays or something on the island because okay. get, they get bored and they're trying to entertain each other. And then uh, Dumbo. Dumbo. That's because uh, they have depictions of big ears and they don't want to offend Barack Obama. <laughs> Pretty sure that's what that one is. Really? Yeah. I didn't know yeah. that. So, yeah. So uh, they continue to make money with these movies, though. But I think they feel like... They've been exonerated because we've admitted they were wrong then and they're wrong now. And so, I'm sorry, you can't have it both ways. If it was wrong then, why did, uh, really, why did you make the movie then? Because people didn't have the same sensibility then. And they didn't think these things then. They just went ahead with this stuff. Um, because they, they figured it was entertainment or it was joke or it wasn't taken seriously. It, well, it's different now. Because everything's taken seriously. Yeah. Nothing can be a joke and nothing can be for just entertainment no, anymore. No, can't, it can't happen. It's funny because, you know, there there's no way to to remember the mistakes you've made in history if you erase them. People will, right. will stumble their way back into this nonsense if you don't show them, hey, this was wrong. I mean, that's the whole concept behind, like, never forget, right? Mm -hmm. right? Because it's mm -hmm. Because people have this way about them where they every 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 oh so often they decide they're going to you know uh commit genocide on a group of people and it's not a good thing and we should always remember this is a bad thing let's make that rule right mm -hmm. that is the concept behind it so when you have things that are offensive if you think that they were offensive in the past just simply deleting them does not help the situation the other thing about never forget and that used to be the battle cry. Never forget. Mm -hmm. Well, you can't bring it up anymore. So if I can't bring it up, if I can't <laughs> warn you about Nazism and the way things started back then, yeah. how am I not going to, how am I going to remember? Well, you can. I can't bring it up. You can warn about Nazism as long as it's tied to, let's say, Charlottesville uh, right. or Donald Trump. Donald Trump or January 6th mm -hmm. or anything that's related to uh, some Republican. <laughs> right. You can bring it up like 45,000 times a day. That's right. That's right. But anything resembling actually actual Nazis doing actual fascism. You can't bring that you up. You can't bring that up. You can't. That's a terrible yeah. idea. That's a no-no. It, it, it's it's a bizarre thing. And I, I don't I don't think this helps anybody. It doesn't help anybody to get rid of this stuff. 
You know, I, like you should be able to, you know, mm-hmm. I, you've, you've probably gone through this, Pat, where you, you watched something that you really loved when you were a kid. First of all, you never pick up all the jokes and references no. that they're making. Right. You don't know what they mean. And every once in a while, though, you'll see something and be like, whoa, I, uh, I don't remember that being in here. Mm-hmm. And but that's a good reminder yeah. of if you think it's something that was was, you know, was wrong or you've rethought it. It kind of reminds you that, OK, we're moving in the right direction. I mean, these are obviously good advances in, in so many ways, but they just they just want to delete it all. They want it all gone. And that is not a healthy way for a society to advance. It's the way progressives do it. And as with all things, the way progressives do it is wrong. This is the Glenn Beck Program. So by now, you've reached that level of maturity where you want to join a group geared toward you and those like you, maybe uh, letting those goofy kids sort out their lives on their own. And you want all the benefits that come with these mature groups, but that's not all you want. You want a group that's going to advocate for you in Washington, that's going to represent your views. Someone's, you know, maybe people that aren't communists. Nice way to go as well. Uh, Maybe uh, you should uh, check out AMAC, uh, the Association of Mature American Citizens. The word mature is right in the title. You know it works. AMAC stands for Solvency in a Time of Runaway Debt, National Security and Sovereignty Over Unchecked Borders. They believe in the sanctity of life and they'll admit it to you. In Washington, AMAC has been pushing back for years against the radical left's socialist agenda. AMAC membership comes with a wealth of benefits and discounts and with advocacy for you and what you believe in. Stand with AMAC as they fight the good fight by becoming a member today. The benefits are great, but the cause is even greater. Join now at amac.us slash Beck, A-M-A-C dot U-S slash Beck. AMAC is better. Better for you, better for America. It's amac.us slash Beck. Get your Glenn Beck, Stuber Gear, Steven Crowder, Dave Rubin, and me, Pac Ray. Listen to all your favorite conservative voices at blazetv.com. Promo code Glenn. And Stu for Glenn on the Glenn Beck program, triple eight seven two seven B E C K. Again, who is the who is the most misnamed person on the face of this earth? <clears throat> you think of it? Most so, misnamed person? Misnamed. Mm-hmm. The most poorly named person on the planet today. I know, I don't know. Well, Joy Behar. <laughs> <laughs> She's not a happy person. No. And she does not bring joy to anyone. No, she no. does not. Uh, it's amazing she's still on that show. I mean, I don't. Isn't it? I've in my entire life never met anyone who likes her. In my entire you know, come life, come to think of it, I don't think I have either. Yeah, I, I've met people who like Whoopi Goldberg on the show. Yeah, I've met people who like. But you've never encountered anybody who said, "Hey, you know who's great?" Yeah, Joy Behar. Never, That's never happened. Never to, in, in anybody's my life. life. I think I could probably take any <laughs> prominent person on television on any show, pol- political or not. Mm-hmm. And say, you know, I've met somebody who thinks they're good, you know, like, uh, yeah, maybe there's not a lot of fans. I've never <laughs> met a, a single soul in my entire life who's ever said anything positive about Joy Behar. I mean, everyone just mm-hmm. finds her to be unfunny, mean, and dumb. At the beginning of her career, too, 
that was her forte was comedy, right? Supposedly. She was a comedian, yeah. She was a comedian. Have you ever heard her say a single funny thing ever? I I don't think I don't think there's been a funny thing to come out of her mouth in my lifetime. Um, maybe she was funny in like the 20s or 30s. Like when she was in the Catskills? Yeah, I mean, yeah, she was probably towards the end of her career at that uh-huh. point. But yeah. like, you know, she was probably... <laughs> 20s, maybe, maybe the like the early 30s. Yeah, Certainly not into the mid-30s. Yeah. No, 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 no. She no. was done by then. Oh, God, she had to be, yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, long, long past her prime then. But but when she, she performed in the Poconos, I think she was... Uh, I think people enjoyed her back then. Poconos and Catskills maybe. just bouncing yeah. back and forth. Over and over again. <laughs> that's great. I mean, I, I will say, right. you know, I, was, I didn't have a Poconos or Catskills career. Yeah. So who am I to, you know, cast aspersions? I was uh, I was reading a book recently and the guy was talking <clears throat> about his uh, baseball career. And he said, you know, I never made it to the pros, but I did something I think even more notable. I, I fulfilled my potential. And like, you got to say, Joy Behar has fulfilled her potential. The fact that she's held any job, I mean, even a, a freaking subway for this long, I would, I would have been impressed. She's kept, yes. she stayed on the show for a long time yeah. and probably made a decent amount of, 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 of cash doing it without yeah. ever pleasing anyone in the audience. It's and incredible. that's really hard to do. It's incredible. Really hard. Because she just does seem like a nasty human being. Just hideous. Like, you wouldn't want to be around her ever. Well, the, the only evidence that we have of that is all of her all public of her appearances. Stuff. Yeah, every know? single thing she's ever done. That's all the evidence we have. Yes. And, you know, things that people say about her private life. Uh, <laughs> and all the things. But that's the, all we have is everything on her. Right. So. And, you know, to be fair, people don't judge Subway employees by that standard, typically. True. You know? Yeah. Uh, she's just been on the, in the media for a long time. Um, a really long time. Incredibly long amount of time. Well, at least since the early 30s. At least. And yeah. she somehow held on to this gig. And I, but it yeah. is really impressive. It's, she, she could be like the uh, Milton from Office Space of The View, where they, they've probably <laughs> fired her 20 years ago, but no one canceled the, pay, the paychecks from coming, so she keeps coming. <laughs> and no one really knows why, but they're afraid <laughs> to say anything to her. Mm-hmm. That could be where we're going with yeah. this. I think it is, mm-hmm. actually. But... She was discussing uh, Senator Ron Johnson yesterday. She apparently doesn't like him. And uh, here's what she had to say. Right out there with his racism. There's no dog whistle for him. You know, it's like, I'm a racist. Have a nice day. You know what I mean? I guess, you know, it's funny. When I was watching this, it's so aggravating to listen to this idiot. I mean, he and I are very different. I'll tell you this right now. If I was surrounded by people carrying weapons, uh, people erecting nooses, uh, screaming, hang Mike Pence, bludgeoning a police officer to death, I might be a little scared. But Ron, no, he's not scared of those people. He's scared of this fictitious idea of antifa a mm. thing that doesn't even exist hmm. he needs to wow. go he needs I mean, to go sh- and soon is that amazing she's right. incredibly stupid I, I, incredibly I mean, I, stupid for all the meanness that she brings mm-hmm. to the table her lack of intelligence and awareness is yes. is astounding well for someone I'm, who's on television supposedly talking about issues every day i made the mistake on my show of saying she has all the intelligence of a bathroom bull brush now wow we decided that was way too much credit, yeah. and so we kind of settle on one eighth the intelligence of a bathroom bull okay. brush. That's fair. I mean, because I, I, I didn't want to be insulting to bathroom bull brushes. They actually serve a, an important function in our society, right? Unlike Joey Behar, right? Right. Yes, uh, but that is like uh, you can argue, right? I think fairly at times that 
conservatives might bring up Antifa too often or think that they're too big of a threat. But to call them fictitious, go tell they're the not. people of Portland, Oregon, mm. whose city is burning down, yeah, and, that way, they're fictitious. I don't agree with that analysis, but still, you could at least argue that point. Ask Andy Noe's head if Antifa is a real organization or not. Yeah. Ask his brain after right. it was damaged by Antifa. Ask the people mm-hmm. who have been assaulted by Antifa for years. Uh, ask them about it. They'll know. They'll remember the impact of the brick hitting their head and realize that they are quite real. I mean, and not to mention that they're currently still, if you haven't seen the footage recently, they're still in the middle of terrorizing Portland. This has not stopped. The three major networks, if you watch those, you won't know that they're doing that Mm -hmm. because they've devoted zero seconds to covering it. How much? Zero Zero seconds on ABC, CBS, and NBC. Are you rounding that down from like a 0.4 second I'm, story? I'm, y- yes. Okay. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Actually, no. Actually, You're I'm not. not. You're not. Actually, there's zero seconds of coverage. Not even 0.4 seconds. Uh, so it's pretty amazing that, um, that Antifa doesn't even exist. The other agonizing part of this rant of hers was saying that police officers, in this case, Officer Sicknick, was bludgeoned to death by this crowd. It didn't happen. They've admitted that didn't happen. Mm -hmm. He wasn't bludgeoned with anything. Nobody beat him over the head with anything. In fact, his own family believes that he died from a stroke. Mm -hmm. Now, the official report hasn't been out. Uh, And apparently, two guys were just arrested um, yesterday or over the weekend. Yes. Because they sprayed bear spray near him. Right. I think that I honestly think, because we mentioned this at the time as well, I think the confusion with the fire extinguisher, because there was a, the story in the New York Times and other places that he was beaten with a fire extinguisher. Yeah. Now, there were there was an officer that was hit with a fire extinguisher. But it wasn't, but it wasn't him. him. Uh, I think the confusion, though, was that he was, they thought he was sprayed with a fire extinguisher and that may have caused some sort of reaction. Yeah. And that's what they think happened with the bear spray. They, he was hit with bear spray and, and caused a reaction that of, led to his death. Yeah. Um, and that's why these guys are getting arrested apparently because they're on, they're on camera saying like, get this, get the bear, bear spray. But they, the only thing that we know is that he wasn't bludgeoned. Yeah. That was, yeah, we know he, that wasn't, he, he wasn't murdered like right. that. Um, so whether or not he had a reaction, we won't know because they won't release the autopsy report. We still don't know what he died from. Yeah. I'm sure they must know at this point what he died from because they did the autopsy. So if they would release it, that would be quite helpful in in knowing you know what to believe here. Well, it would be helpful for who? It wouldn't be helpful for Joy Behar. Joy no, Behar would, would ignore whatever true. it says. Right. And say whatever she wants because she has no connection to reality. It does not care. If what she says is true, it's really despicable and it really will never despicable. be corrected. Now, of course, if she is corrected, people will just say she's a dumb comedian. Of course. So what? She said something wrong. And I get that. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's true. I mean, she is. I mean, well, she's not really a comedian, but she's dumb. So, I mean, that's you know, partially true. I'll give you a half true on the PolitiFact scale she for that one. She believes herself to she be She believes a herself to be Do you remember smart. the time when she said she was funnier than Glenn? <laughs> <laughs> I do. I do remember that. Uh, she, you know, Boy. look, this is, you don't expect a, a, a connection to reality from a Joy Behar. But this is a widely, a lot of these things get widely distributed. 
Uh, you know, they, they act as if January 6th was the worst thing that has ever happened they to sure our society. Do. And look, yeah. I really cool. legitimately think it was bad. It was bad. But it wasn't it, what they're making out of it, no, though. No. Uh, the, it was, and we all we all agree that the, that shouldn't have happened, that the people who uh, did commit vandalism there or did get out of control with police officers, they should absolutely be prosecuted to the fullest extent of the law. It was despicable. Oh, you're a, an absolutely terrible person if you're hitting a, a, a police officer over the head with an american flag or a blue yes. lives matter flag uh if you're right and, and, and people they're real you know police officers we're the ones that like them i don't know if anyone's noticed this it, with the exception of when you're talking about the J- january 6 2021 the left can't stand any police officer for any reason but this one day they just right. love them it's like it's the most <laughs> insincere bunch of nonsense i've ever heard in my life yeah but they continue to say it because same no, with the country too they yeah, yeah. Uh, they they never love the country unless, unless it's under attack from Donald Trump <laughs> supporters. Yeah. Uh, in that case, we love this country. Look what they were doing to our democracy, which, of course, we don't have. Uh, but they actually broke windows in the Capitol building. That place is sacred. Since when have Democrats ever treated the Capitol building in this country as it was sacred? Uh, never. They, they've never treated it that way. They've never talked about it like that. The Senate chamber being uh, a sanctuary or the or the House. Uh, they don't care about that stuff except for January 6th. That that time they they attacked everything that Democrats held dear, near and dear to their hearts. It's really it's really it's embarrassing to listen to them talk about it, frankly. Uh, and it was an insurrection and a coup all rolled into one. And as such was perhaps the worst insurrection or coup ever attempted in the history of this planet when everybody went there unarmed. And uh, and once they got in, inside the building, they just decided to uh, walk around with podiums and things. That, well, was, yeah. that was a really badly planned insurrection. <laughs> yeah, I think that that is the part that gets blown out of proportion. I mean, I do I do wonder that crowd was out of control at times. They did some really bad things. You know, if they had come across the corner and seen Mike Pence after chanting, hang Mike Pence, God only knows what would have do you happened. Think, I, I don't think I don't think violence would have happened to Mike Pence. Do you disagree with that? You think they would have? I, I think I, well, there I, were a lot of talk and a lot of anger and they were just venting. The vast majority, I agree with you. But again, it doesn't take a lot of people. We did. We definitely saw people, people on camera literally yeah. beating cops up. Yeah, uh, that did occur. Yes. And if that one of those guys turns the corner and Mike Pence is standing there, something bad may have happened. I don't know what would have happened, honestly. And I don't I'm glad we didn't find out. Me too. I, I do. I really mm-hmm. I don't want to underplay it. It really was a really bad day in our in our history. Yeah, um, but it's but, been so overplayed that my well, tendency is probably a, to push back a little too hard. No, I know what you're saying. Because it, it's asinine the yeah. way they handle this. And it was not an, uh, this big planned insurrection. No. They were really trying to overthrow the government. None of that. I mean, that's but they were trying to disturb a constitutional uh, yes. a, a, a function of our government. And yeah, it, 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 it's a big deal. But like, let's not down. The problem here is not it's not that we anyone should be downplaying January 6th. We should be up playing all of the other months that came before it. Yeah. And all the other years that have come before it. The fact that the that the left largely went out and burned many of our large cities to the ground, at least in, por- in part, 
And that is like ignored as if it's this understandable outgrowth of 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 one uh, police officer's actions. Ah, look, I mean, of course, you, you got uh, look. If you happen to be in Dallas and there was a police officer who did something wrong in Minnesota, it's justifiable to go, you know, beat up some random people on the streets, mm-hmm. burn people thing to the ground, and murder far more people. I think it's twenty five is the last estimate I saw. Twenty five people dead in those riots. Those people don't matter at all. It's just the people who were killed in this one day, January 6th. January 6th was bad, but mm-hmm. this was really bad too and caused more damage, caused more death, did, you know, he had a much, hit the country much more widely than January 6th did. And not to mention, it's you know, the, the, uh, the plethora of things that we could talk about when we talk about violence and vandalism on the left could end, we could end the show with it. We could keep going and going and going all day. This is an incident. It was a bad incident, but it has not been the norm for anyone on the right. You know, and right. most of the people who were there that day had nothing to do with it. It's just a it's it's getting out of control. It's getting out of control. And people like Joy Behar, of course, don't know the facts on it. But, you know, we should be aware of what actually occurred and keep things in perspective. Triple eight seven two seven B E C K. Never has there been a better time to get out of your timeshare than today. Uh, well, I mean, I guess you could get out of it like 10 seconds after you bought it. That would probably be a good time. The uh, point is, until they invented time machine and you can go back to right before you purchase the timeshare and just get out of it, there's no time like the present to do that. And this is where timeshare share termination team comes in. Uh, a long time ago, you probably thought, oh, I'm never going to get out of this. I'm not using it like I was supposed to. It costs too much. All these recurring fees. Oh, it's, it's agonizing. Well, Timeshare Termination Team can get you out of this thing with a legal exit, 100% money back guaranteed. Uh, call Timeshare Termination Team today. Get the process started. Don't keep putting it off and get stuck with another year of a timeshare you won't use. You'll get 20% off when you terminate your timeshare. So be sure to tell them that Glenn Beck sent you. Call 888-GET-YOU-OUT. It's 888-438-8688 or visit them online online at timeshareterminationteam.com. Have peace of mind with Timeshare Termination Team's 100% money back exit guarantee. Learn more online at timeshareterminationteam.com. It's Pat and Stu for Glenn. Uh, Triple eight. 933.93. Now, assuming Glenn's back tomorrow, you can watch his uh, Wednesday night special, Comply or Die, How America Will Enforce Total Wokeness. That's at 9 Eastern, 8 Central, at blazetv.com slash Glenn. Should note that Pat Gray Unleashed, of course, is on Blaze TV as well. Go to blazetv.com slash Glenn. Promo code is Glenn to check that show out and subscribe to the podcast. As well as some have said it's, it's the greatest show ever done. I've heard that yeah, several some, times, some usually when you're in the room. Yeah, well, I've heard it most. Right. Yeah. Uh, but um, well, I mean, I, I'm host. not sure who would originally came up with that. Right. But I just bought into it. No, that's and true. So understandable. Yeah. Also, I will tell you back in <laughs> stock for the first time. And I think it's since... Don't say the Nancy Pelosi pin. Yeah, they're back, man. Oh, yes. <laughs> yes. Uh, Nancy right. Pelosi sucks pens. <laughs> uh, go to nancypelosisuckspen.com. You can get the uh, the fabulous pen there. They were out of stock. We bought every pen in America of this style. They literally were not available in America. We bought all of them. Wow. Um, but they've been out of stock since Thanksgiving. So get yours now while there's still some left. But uh, they're Na- back. They're back. nancypelosisuckspen.com. This is the Glenn Beck Program. 
featuring Pat and Stu. I uh, got to tell you about a new army consideration. They're considering reversing their gender neutral physical test. Get into that in just a minute. And a lot more uh, to come in 60 seconds. The Glenn Beck Program. So are we the only people that are worried by the fact that the word trillion has sort of just passed into common conversation now we just mm. every bill there's no more there's no such thing as a billion dollar bill or a hundred billion dollar bill it's now all just trillions it's trillion just a couple trillion we've gotten so used to it that that doesn't even shock us anymore i mean the last financial crisis we had this idea this idea that 787 billion dollars was a big deal and that they did everything they could to keep it under a trillion because it would never pass if it was a trillion dollars now, here we are in 2020, we 1.9 trillion already down the drain. And what did you say about the tax increase today, Pat? That they're saying they're going to be a big tax increase and the next package is going to be even B- bigger. bigger. Even bigger. bigger. Yeah. They have more planned. Uh, it's a scary world to be in. And it is a situation where you can't just print money forever and get away with it. At the rate this is going, uh, your great, great, great grandchildren are still going to be paying this off. And uh, I, I don't know how they're going to be doing that. It seems impossible. The U.S. dollar is in serious trouble. It's time to plan. Think about your retirement. It's time to start now. Goldline is offering 6% free metals with a qualifying self-directed IRA acquisition. Old 401k, IRA, retirement plans all qualify for the special incentive. Don't wait. Call now. They're standing by to take your call right now. 866-GOLDLINE. 866-GOLDLINE. Check it out now. Go to goldline.com, 866-GOLDLINE, or goldline.com. Okay, there's just so much. Uh, Pat and Stu for Glenn, by the way. He's still got some back issues. Hopefully, he'll be back uh, tomorrow so we can do radio and TV and, you know, the big special on Wednesday. Uh, but we've got so much here for the for the final hour. I don't even know where to begin. Stu, which do you like better between from among uh, U.S. Army considers reversing the gender gender neutral physical test because a majority of women uh, can't pass it. Uh, so we got that. Mm-hmm. We also have uh, just a slight rise in murders in Portland this year after defunding the police. You mean for that uh, in, invisible... Uh, yeah, for the non-existent, non-existent Antifa, Antifa riots area. and all mm-hmm. that. Okay. Uh, and the defund the police effort there. Oh, just a slight increase, though. Just a slight... Uh, 20 times what they had last year. So there's that. Just the 20 times. Just not, 20 not 50 times. times. For instance, they had one murder by this time last year. Jeez. They have 20 already. Unlogged. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> Unbelievable. Even it's so bad now that even their far left wing mayor is saying, um, you know what? Maybe we should consider refunding the police. Uh, defunding didn't seem to work out that well. What if we gave them some more money? Same, same thing <laughs> happened in Minnesota, too. Yeah. They passed this big thing about how they were going to defund the police. And now they're giving them more and more money because they're realizing the police <clears throat> are the only thing between you and utter chaos. That's it. What a concept. In your society. Because Isn't you've that? taken away all the firearms from the responsible people. They can't do anything about it. You've, you, most of the, the sane people are moving out of the city. So whoever's left uh, is chaos for these businesses yeah. who've you know, had their entire lives destroyed because people have burned down their establishments. Or mm. you know, st- they stake out a, a new country 
autonomous zone in front of their building and no one can come to the restaurant. No one seems to care about it. And the other little aspect of that is that as the police are being defunded and uh, discredited and disregarded and considered evil, so you don't have that protection as much as we did before. Now they're also trying to clamp down on our gun rights. Which, by the way, they love the Second Amendment. They'd never do anything to harm the Second Amendment. The Second Amendment is wonderful. Everybody loves it. We're just talking common sense reform here. That's all we're talking. Mm -hmm. So they're trying to pass, while the police can't get there in time because they're defunded now uh, in many cases, they're also trying to take away our rights to defend ourselves. It's despicable what's going on right now and that has been their argument for years against the second amendment because they say look you can't defend yourself you need to wait for the police right and now they want to take the police away this has been their central argument forever (sighs) that the government will be there to protect you Mm -hmm. now no one will be there to protect you and you Mm -hmm. i guess you get a wiffle ball bat and see what you can do to a criminal well when criminals show up at your house what you need to do is delve into their childhood and find out what's driving them Mm. what what are the factors that negatively affected you throughout your life maybe we can work through that how many of them my uh, doorstep right and how many of them are my fault you know what i mean probably a lot as a white person Mm. probably all of them all of them yes you're right you're right so even if it's a white person attacking you still your problem so maybe the real answer here is that we have no right to our own home and our own possessions it's really theirs because what we've we've captured those assets uh, improperly well let me say this imagine no possessions mm-hmm. it's easy if you try uh well, yeah. nothing to kill or die for and uh, and then i forget why i don't i don't know <laughs> <laughs> you went further than I could have gone on that thing. That, that <laughs> piece of crap song. Imagine Ugh. the Communist Manifesto out of my head. Mm. So, uh, all right, triple eight nine hundred thirty. No, triple eight seven two seven B E C K. The number to call. It happens. It's about to give the phone number to my show, which uh, is Pack Ray Unleashed. You can hear it immediately preceding this one. Now, the Army <clears throat> is reportedly considering doing away with <clears throat> its new gender-neutral physical test, meaning it didn't matter which gender you are you had to pass this test well that's because we're all the same right so you should just have one test that fits all Mm -hmm. since there's no difference but sadly the test results have shown that the majority of women failed while approximately 90 percent of men passed so they're now officially considering having different evaluation categories for men and women hmm. due to, get this, what kind of hate? What kind of sexism? Due to the physiological differences between men and women? Whoa. Oh, my. Differences? <clears throat> what? I Explain what? one, because I've never heard of a difference. <laughs> I've never heard that there is there are any differences whatsoever <clears throat> between men and women, except that you do need to notice every difference between men and women. It's the most important thing and the least important thing gender in our society it's yeah. simultaneously uh-huh. the only thing you should notice and also uh you should never notice never notice it mm-hmm. just just do if you just do those two simple steps it don't just, notice it but always notice it okay gender and race are exactly the same mm-hmm. you apply the same uh theory to race and never notice that you're a different color from somebody else on the other hand always 
recognize the difference in color yes. between your, yourself yeah. and someone else. A cultural difference is not <laughs> something that you should look at uh, to differentiate races. Um, however, mm. you should mm-hmm. always notice every cultural difference uh, <laughs> that differentiates the races. And it's great accordingly. And employ accordingly. Yeah. And by the way, don't you know you and your white music and your white food, mm-hmm. uh, all that stuff? You should—that's disgusting. And you should open up your horizons and see other cultures. Also, don't appropriate <laughs> that culture by eating it or listening to it. Okay. Because then you're obviously a racist. Now, the food I'm eating right now is racist because it's white food. Right. But if you were, but if I was to do, let's say, soul food, right, that would be racist. That'd be racist. Right. So I'm appropriating. The, the, the uh, black, black culture, f- food mm-hmm. culture. So what I would say to you, Pat, is huh. if you never were to eat again. Okay. Okay. Yeah. That would be great for you. Just don't eat again. Wouldn't I be appropriating Gandhi's culture at that point? You would. I, yeah. Probably mm. easier to just uh, drive your car into a garage and, <laughs> and close the door. That's probably a <laughs> and better And leave the solution. motor running? Yes. I think they'd like that. I think they would. I think they'd like that mm-hmm. if I were to That do does that. seem to be the only way you can avoid it racism. Does. Death. <laughs> If, if for white people, yeah, for white people, it does seem to be the only way. And of course, it, the sad thing is, if you get killed by Antifa, then it doesn't even count because they're not real. So I don't know how to. I don't. Not exactly hmm. sure how to navigate the society at this point. <laughs> it's difficult. It's, it's a bit difficult. I will say that it is difficult. Now, as far as <clears throat> this gender-neutral physical test, research showed that the Army Combat Fitness Test, the ACFT, as we refer to it here, because we're so familiar with it. It's the same for male and female soldiers was leading to lower results for women with a knock on effect for promotions. Oh, no. An early Pentagon study showed that women were failing the ACFT at a rate of 65 percent, while only 10 percent of men failed. Huh. How would you explain that amazing coincidence that would lead you to believe that Men may have different uh, physiological advantages over women. Pardon me? And yet, they don't. No. Uh, that, those, those differences <laughs> do not exist. Though they are the most important uh, thing that you should always notice. But they don't exist. So, so the Democrats now have stopped the new program from being implemented. And the Ar- Army is reviewing whether it's fair Uh, Congress doesn't want the test as it is currently constructed to factor into opportunities for advancement. Um, So they're in kind of a quandary right now because you can't have different tests, but you must have different tests. You see this, of course, happening in, for example, high school sports where, um, you know, boys are competing as girls and are winning all the races and winning by large margins. Mm -hmm. Uh, And while that that's like, you know, I have a daughter. If she wants to play a sport, I don't want her, you know, pushed out of the sport because some because of men. You know, guy is just saying it's he's a girl. It's totally unfair, and that will bother me. And, and I'm not saying it's not important. It is important, but like this is the freaking military. Your job mm-hmm. uh, as a military is to be the best fighting force possible. If a woman can compete at that level, well, you know, she can compete at that level. But if she can't, because she's a woman, you don't change the, you don't change the the requirements to allow people who cannot compete physically at that level to, to clear a barrier that you've you know lowered so that they can clear it. 
That's a terrible idea. A terrible idea. You can't. This is not time to play. I mean, kids sports is disturbing, but not vital to our society in that way. What's happening there? I mean, it is, but it's it's not like it is would be at the military. You know, this is a real issue. The reason why, you know, there's a lot of things that have made America great. Mm. Military is a big part of that. And the fact that we have the best military in the world allows us to be able to protect the things that we've, we've built. Yeah, you just don't want to screw around with being politically correct no. with the military. No. Which is exactly what Tucker Carlson was saying last week and, and got bludgeoned for it. I mean, he might have said it in a colorful way, an entertaining way, but the truth is, you know, th- there's something to that. And maybe we should focus on just making sure we're ready for any eventuality that comes up in our in our U.S. military. Uh, you know, it's it's interesting to note one of the things that's been said about you know all of this athletic competition between biological males competing against women. Um, the point was made that Jackie Joyner, remember her, Jackie Joyner, Jackie Joyner, yeah, who set just unbelievable world records. Uh, when she was in her prime, uh, 19 high school boys have run better times than her. 19 high school boys. Jeez. So it just goes to show that, you know, there are differences. It, it is a thing. If you're going to follow the science, follow the science in all these eventualities. Let's admit the fact that, hey, you know what? The, the genders are different and there's only two. Men can't have periods, nor can they get pregnant. We just need to come back to reality. That would be nice. It is amazing that that stuff is said under the guise of science. Yeah. I mean, come on. We all under We understand these Asinine. issues can be complicated. I got it. But now they're, they're going to be pulling off. Amazon is pulling off more books that they are accusing because uh, uh, there was this book when Harry met Sally, which came from Ryan T. Anderson that came out in 2018, I think it was 2017 oh, or 18. Was it Harry became Sally? When Harry became, I'm sorry. Yes, yeah. the, the movie was when, when Harry, Harry Sally. became Sally. When Harry became Sally. And the point mm-hmm. of it, 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 you know, despite this sort of comical title, the book is just a bunch of, you know, writings about science and what, what scientists have observed and how, how we should treat these things. And I talked to Ryan yesterday on, on Studios America and, and he said, Look, you know, because there's a standard that Amazon is saying that they're implementing, which is any book that says transgender behavior is a mental illness or portrays it as a mental illness, they're banning that book. Now, that's Mm -hmm. a new policy that no one knew existed, but apparently is why they are saying uh, they are saying, you know, this happened to Ryan's book. They're saying it's because he portrayed them as uh, transgendered people as being mentally ill. So I asked him that, you know, is that what your book does? And of course, the answer to that is no, it's not. He's not even saying that he's just saying like, okay, well, you know, giving kids puberty blockers is a bad idea, but that apparently now means, well, if you, that's what, uh, that's what science says. Science says that the, the, the little boy who wants to be a little girl is a little girl. So therefore we give her puberty blockers and it's like, well, if it was a little girl, why would you need the puberty blockers? <laughs> yeah, right. Why, what, what? Right. There's no reason <laughs> for them unless you think oh, there's man. a chance this little boy could grow up to be a little boy and maybe an older boy and mm-hmm. then a man. 
if you mm-hmm. think that is there, then you then you throw the puberty blockers in the equation. <laughs> but you know the the truth is uh, now they're going because of the attention on this. Amazon has decided not to say, okay, yeah, you're right. We're just we're reaching too far. We're just eliminating conservative opinions. What they've decided to do now is say, well, now we're going to block even more books. We're going to make this rule more ironclad and block all the books that we can find on the site that say anything like this. Jeez. And it's like, that wow. is that is a terrible thing for speech. Yeah, and you can't, you can't see the precedent for that. You, you can't go back in history and think, wow, yes, yeah, so this has been done before. It's been done before. Yeah, and you know, it's, it's funny because mm. if... If you think, if you're on the left and you think, you know what? I agree with these things and therefore I'm fine with it. Mm-hmm. Wait until they turn on you. Oh, yeah. Wait until they turn on you. 888-727-BECK. It's Pat and Stu for Glenn on the Glenn Beck Program. American Financing, NMLS, 182334, www.nmlsconsumeraccess.org. You know what? Uh, first of all, <laughs> first of all, you said dot com almost instead of dot org. Uh, you know what a bank really loves? A really nice percentage on a mortgage. They're playing the long game and they know over the life of that mortgage, you're going to be giving them way more money than the cost of the actual house loan itself. It sucks, but that's just the way it works. Except, of course, for times like the past year when everything got thrown into chaos because of COVID. Mortgage refinance rates have dipped uh, from the mid fours all the way, in some cases, into the twos. I know. I got one in the twos. And I got it from American Financing. Fiscally responsible people such as myself, and I'm sure you as well, uh, have been taking advantage of this uh, as much as you can. But it will not last forever. If you're a homeowner, give American Financing a call today. There's no hassle, no upfront fees, no pressure, none of that. Their mortgage consultants will do a review of your mortgage and see if there's a way to get you to save hundreds of dollars a month by refinancing and rolling some of your existing debt into it. You won't even know uh, how how good you have it until you can actually see this in action. Call American Financing 800-906-2440, 800-906-2440, or go to AmericanFinancing.net. 10 seconds, station ID. Pat and Stu for Glenn. On this note, we were just talking about when it, when it turns around on you, you won't see it coming, and you, you know you're going to see the ground move. If there's something you feel passionately about, the next day we see how fast this stuff is turning. Yeah. Part, the antebellum party went from like things that kids Jeez. were doing in sororities to things that people who defend those who were at them get fired. But the group, the woman leading the group against these changes in sports right now is Martina Navratilova. The the no, well known as a lesbian uh, uh, activist and one of the and, greatest and one of the tennis greatest players tennis players of all time. All time. She was a, a groundbreaker in this in this realm and uh-huh. was seen at the time as like the furthest left person in the universe. Yeah. Right. She came out way before way before almost anybody else. Oh yeah, super early. And that was now she is they've they've abandoned her. And her position by so much, she's now leading the group saying, wait a minute, we gotta have to have women's sports still be a thing so that women can compete against women. Or right. it's ridiculously unfair. She's the one saying it. She's no conservative. She's not some hardcore right winger. They will come for you too. You're never woke enough. You know who else believes that uh, men and women are different physically and can't compete in the in the same arena? Uh, is... Um, 
uh, current best. She might not still be ranked number one. Uh, but, uh, um, you know, what's her face? The number one tennis woman player in the world. Mm. I'm uh, not sure who you mean, but uh, uh, yes. Serena Williams? Yes, Serena. Or, okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> For some reason, I had a complete mind blank. But Serena Williams has said that, you know, she might be able to she might be able to beat the 201st ranked player in the world, but she can't beat, you know, the top men. And in fact, she lost to the 203rd ranked player in the world at one point when she was much younger. Easily. I, I, yeah, it was something like 6361 or something. It was not even close. Not even close. So, yeah, there's a difference. There's a big difference. <laughs> I would say that's a fair that's a fair summary of yeah, that. I yeah. mean, really and it and it's wrong. It's wrong and it's it's based on nothing. And it's just stupid. And it's just <laughs> stupid. This is the only hope I think to win this battle is enough people will wake up and see, wait a minute. Well, that that's just stupid. Yeah. This is the Glenn Beck Program. There's a group of people out there who are, of course, just waiting to get their filthy claws on as much of your money as they possibly can. They have no scruples, no morals, and they'll rob you blind the moment you let your guard down. Shockingly, I'm not talking about the government this time. I am talking about a group of people who are almost as bad, cyber criminals. It's important to understand how cybercrime and identity theft are affecting our lives. Every day, we put our information at risk on the internet, and you never know from one day to the next when it's going to be your turn to have your identity stolen. That's why LifeLock is so important. It helps you monitor a ton more than you can keep track of on your own. No one can prevent all identity theft or monitor all transactions at all businesses, but you can keep what's yours with LifeLock Identity Theft Protection. Join now and save up to 25% off your first year at LifeLock.com with the promo code BECK. Call 1-800-LIFELOCK or head to LifeLock.com and use the promo code BECK for 25% off. It's 2021. You need to prepare prepare yourself, protect yourself from cyber criminals all around the globe. 1-800-LIFELOCK or head to LifeLock.com when you're there. Save 25% off with the promo code BECK. I would love it if you would check out my show, Pack Ray Unleashed, live every weekday, 7 to 9 Eastern, or anytime, anywhere you get your podcasts. for Glenn on the Glenn Beck program. Uh, Here's another thing that I once believed was impossible to have happen, but now believe it's complete. It's going to happen. It's inevitable now. And that is reparations. Used to think, come on, there's no way it's unworkable. You can't do it. And how do you punish people for something they not, they're not responsible for to people who uh, weren't the people you're talking about and you're going to pay them anyway. Uh, a Chicago suburb is set to become the first um, municipality in the United States to pay reparations to black residents. Residents will be offered $25,000 towards home ownership. Um, City of Evanston set up a fund in 2019 to pay for housing inequities by using 3% tax on recreational marijuana sales. Oh, Uh, That fund will help black residents with mortgage assistance and funding to complete home improvements. But just black residents, not whites, not Asians, not Hispanics. 
How can you do that constitutionally? You would think this would be challenged, but uh, so far, I don't think it has been. Evanston officials are expected to vote March 22nd on the distribution of the first 400000 from the fund. To qualify, residents must have lived in Evanston between 1919 to 1969. But they can also qualify if they are the direct descendant of a black person who lived during that time period. That doesn't even cover uh, the years of slavery, which is interesting. So this is specifically targeted at the descendants of this particular event. Yes. I I guess so. Uh, I, I really think there's a tough a tough road for any hmm. wide, you know, scale sort of reparations program, particularly from the federal government. I, I don't I, I don't know how you could do it constitutionally. It, well you can't do it constitutionally. It's impossible. Unless you change the constitution to allow for it, which could happen. But I think unconstitution unconstitutionality is almost um meaningless now they they, they don't care it's almost a selling point to the left at this point <laughs> yes. it's like yes it's really it's <laughs> yeah. going to break down the constitution even further fantastic it's not even a consideration whether it's constitutional or not they'll laugh in your face if you say hey that's not constitutional <laughs> what are you uh, a hater you, you you don't like people who are a different race than you well no i just I just kind of do like the Constitution. That doesn't mean I don't like other people. <laughs> How are you going to do a crazy this? viewpoint in 2021. It is because, you know, who will get the payments when they come? And I think they will. Who pays into the payment fund? Right. Like, uh, what do you like? For example, does someone who descends from Jamaica, are they African-American? Do they get? Yeah, because I don't Car- Caribbean blacks. Right? Do they get Do they get mm-hmm. this money? Does Does someone who was a, a, maybe a victim of oppression, who's white and never owned slaves, do they Do they have to pay? Oh wow, that do, was do, your white privilege speaking. Do poor people have mm-hmm. to pay? <laughs> do, do, do poor whites fund the these programs for rich blacks? Is that how that works? None of this makes any sense. And of course, it doesn't. You, you can't draw these lines. You can't come up with a coherent policy to do it. What I believe will happen here, Pat, is they will use reparations and their inability to be able to do it constitutionally mm-hmm. to as an argument to fund a very large redistribution of wealth program that is more general. Like that could absolutely be. Yeah, They'll target rich people right. to pay for poor, like their typical redistribution of wealth, but they'll do it. In a way that says it's going to target, you know, minority communities uh, and uh, overwhelmingly um, favor uh, minority um, uh, recipients. And, I, and, and they've I, already got programs like that in existence. And they, many. Can, and they will use, I think, this as an argument to expand those things. Because yeah. like, there's really no way to pay for one of these programs without, for example, taxing a rich African-American. You're an African-American. Mm-hmm. You own a business. You're paying for reparations if they do it. I'm sorry. I hate to break this to you. This is going to happen. Even if you were, even if your ancestors were slaves and they were oppressed by, like, good chance here that some African-American business owner is paying reparations to the descendants of a white slave owner. Sure. Very good chance because now that descendant of a white slave owner is no longer rich. So... These things are impossible to avoid and are completely ridiculous. 
And I don't think constitutionally there's any argument, certainly at the court level, like you can pass whatever you want, but these things get overturned in the, in the courts. And if you, you try to float a, a package that says what we're going to do is we're going to isolate all the white people into this group and have them pay. And um, we're going to isolate all the people we consider to be black. And how do you do that? I mean, I, again, mm-hmm. lots of people uh, are mixed race. Lots of people are. We, we saw today they're banning shows for blackface for people who do Hispanic characters. Uh, I, I don't I, I can't figure it out. And what percentage and then, of, of a person has to be black in order to receive? And then there was a that time this conversation happened long ago, Pat, and I don't remember the exact context, but a bunch of people gathered in a room mm-hmm. and uh, I believe it was Europe. Uh, maybe it was uh, Germany, I think. And they came up with an idea of how what percentage of Jew <laughs> do you need to be to be a Jew? What person? If you're a quarter Jewish, are you a Jew? Mm-hmm. And they had a very lengthy conversation as to what people would qualify mm. as Jews, because in this particular time period, being Jewish not an advantage, not a good thing to the Germans uh, in the 1930s. So they decided huh. to try to figure out exactly how to go uh, to 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 calculate that and what percentage of being a Jew, or like if you were happen to be married to uh, a an Aryan. And you were Jewish? Do you get a Do you get a pass? What What? How does this work? Let's go through. How do you How does a mixed race couple work work in the in the world of reparations? Yeah. Do they get benefits or do they pay? Does the white person in the relationship pay the black person? How exactly does it work? <laughs> and I'm sure they came up with a common sense solution. Ah, uh, yes. Oh, back people. in the day. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They did certainly they, did. Did they come up with a common sense solution? Very common in Germany at the time. Yes, mm. that that sense was common in Germany, unfortunately, at the time. <laughs> The point is, this is an insane uh, is. thing to attempt to do, mm-hmm. and you should never make a decision. This is this is a uh, this is a, a rule that I have for life, and I hope others will follow it. Seemed like a lot of people were for a long time, and all of a sudden they've stopped. But never, ever, for any reason, in your entire life, make a decision based on skin color. <laughs> do it zero times in your life that is the the rule that we should all be living by and now is apparently foreign to the united states of america yeah because who thought up such a thing i mean <laughs> i don't know just, uh, i can't think of anybody it doesn't even compute it's weird i now, know because what you're essentially saying it seems to me mm-hmm. correct me if i'm wrong yep Judge people by the mm-hmm. content of their character right. rather than the color of their skin. That's a good way of summarizing it, Pat. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I think that's a good rule. I think huh. it's one we should really... But it's... Mm-hmm. We kind of tossed out the window, though, yeah. it seems like. Yeah. Um, huh. It has been lately. Weird. I will say that. It has been lately. Yeah. It's just an incredible thing that you, that anyone would think that this is the right way to go. And it, it comes it from is. people like Ibram Kendi who specifically say you must be racist to be fair. You the only mm. solution for past discrimination is current discrimination. The Jeez. only solution for current discrimination is future discrimination. This is the guy writing the mm. books that your kids are going to be learning in public schools that your companies are being taught anti-racist training. All mm. this is the guy. He's telling you you must discriminate against races. And obviously, uh, by direct implication, against white people. You must discriminate against white people because of all the things that dead white people that have been dead for a long time did. You must discriminate against them now. 
And for all the evil things that white people do today, you must discriminate against white people in the future. This is his best-selling book. By the way, if you want a children's version of it, go to Target and pick one up because they're sold there and sold in every bookstore in America. Anti-racist baby, where they teach your babies these love these lovely life lessons. Because white babies become racist at three months. Three months. Just three months old, they're already forming their, unless you talk to them. You know, you got to talk them down from that ledge before they get there at three months. So and, you're telling them at, at birth uh, to be anti-racist. And this entire movement is based on three-month-old child intellect. That's the level of intellect needed <laughs> That's for to sure. come up with it. Because the other thing is, no matter what form this takes, whether it turns out to be redistribution of wealth or an actual cash payment to certain people from others, how much, how much is enough? To make up for it. And for how long will that uh, uh, will that be enough? Because is the next generation going to also say that because of past discrimination, we need the same consideration that uh, the previous generation got? Uh, will you always, will you be just uh, happy about this settlement for all time now mm. or is this going to come up again in the future <laughs> i think you know the answer <laughs> <laughs> of course it's coming up again in the future. you can't give these things up no you know everyone was like you know what barack obama got elected it's going to be a post-racial he, era he, wish, oh that worked out I well wish. yeah didn't that it, worked out well i wonder if he looks back at his entire mm. presidency as a failure for that reason i doubt it <laughs> but i mean that was the type of thing that the, it was promised that sure you know was. hey look this is a country that did have real racism in the past, and we've come to a place where, even though he was a terrible president with terrible ideas, he was still elected as an African-American president. We mm -hmm. have an African-American vice president right now. Um, you know, one of the most prominent senators uh, on the Republican side is an African-American. We are, we are at a different point in history than we were back then. But these things are not... There are some people in this country who look at the... The ideas of treating people fairly and take them seriously. There's others that look at those ideas and want to use them for power. And the left is on that side of the argument. They don't care about any of these things. They don't care about racial discrimination. They don't care mm -hmm. about sexism. They don't care about any of it. It's all a, a, an idea to try to gain more power. That is it. 888-727-BECK. More patents too for Glenn. Coming up. All right, let's face it. Mowing your lawn is kind of a pain in the butt, especially uh, if you're walking behind a lawnmower. Who wants to be doing that? Even if you've got a regular riding lawnmower, you're still out there in the heat for what seems like hours and you're driving around in you know, squares or circles until you get to the end. And then, you know, you got to do all the other stuff, you know, do the weed whacker and the little corners. And uh, it's just annoying. By the time you're done, you're just ready to drag yourself into the house and lie down and just pray that death takes you before the next time you have to mow. But it does not have to be that way. Hustler Turf has been making zero-turn industrial lawnmowers for decades, and now they're making them for you. They're fast, they are super maneuverable, and they're going to cut your mowing time in half. Uh, Hustler Turf zero-turn mowers are the way to go. You can enjoy mowing the lawn again. Stack them up against the competition, you're going to find there's simply no competition out there to compare it to. Before you buy some other mower, do me a favor, find a Hustler dealer dealer right now you just go to a test drive one yourself check out hustlerturf.com it's hustlerturf.com hustlerturf.com
Uh, this is fun. Uh, California has a proposal. They're proposing ethnic studies curriculum, uh, and they are urging students to chant to Aztec deity of human sacrifice and cannibalism. <laughs> and they're also calling, of course, I mean, obviously, for counter genocide against white Christians. I mean, it's, oh, yeah, that goes without saying, of course. Um, so this is interesting. The curriculum materials say that this, the point is to name, speak to, resist, and transform the hegemonic, Eurocentric, neo-colonial condition. How long have I been saying that, Stu? I mean, I know I've bored you with the talk of, uh, you know, finally naming and speaking to and resisting the hegemonic, Eurocentric, neo-colonial condition. You do Uh have that as a bumper sticker on your car. It's very long. It's a big bumper sticker. Right. It takes up about half your car. (laughs) It would. and Well, it it does. What does it it say exactly, Pat? Um, Well, these materials point is to name, speak to, resist, and transform the hegemonic Mm -hmm. Eurocentric Eurocentric neocolonial condition. condition. Yeah, that's exactly what your bumper sticker says. I can see it from here because it's very large. Yes. It's a very large sticker. Well, you can't miss it. You you can't. Well, that's because it's so central to your belief system. Right. Mm -hmm. Thank you for noticing, by the way. I'm glad I live what I preach, Yeah, you know, to you the do. point where you notice it. Mm-hmm. The curriculum includes an official ethnic studies community chant in which students obviously appeal to the Aztec gods, yeah. including the god of human sacrifice. Do you want to piss off the Aztec gods? No, what's you don't. The other, what's no, the you do not. Here? You do not want to piss them off. So instead, what you do are, is sing indigenous songs, of course, mm-hmm. chants. And affirmations, including the Inlach Ech affirmation, which appeals directly to the Aztec gods. Students first clap and chant to the god Tezcatlipoca, whom the uh, Aztecs traditionally worshipped with human sacrifice and cannibalism. I don't have to tell you that. No, we know that. Asking, uh, they ask him for the power to be warriors for social justice. I, I, I'm, I'm a warrior. Like that, for social justice. Next, the students chant to the gods Quetzalcoatl and uh, Watzalpokli mm-hmm. and Zyptotec, yep. seeking healing oh, epistemologies. If I, epistemologies. Real, if I have to hear you talk about, what was it? Zip- Again? Yeah. yeah you're just mm-hmm. always talking about Zyptotec. <laughs> yes. And I was just like, I gosh, Pat, I got it. Zyptotec. Okay, I got yeah, it. He's the revolutionary spirit. Okay. Can we talk about sports or something? Like, you know, but no, this human- is too important. Too important. That's what you always say. Always. I mean, it's the Aztec deity of war and inspired... <laughs> it's inspired hundreds of thousands of people to make human sacrifices, you know, mm-hmm. during the Aztec uh, rule. And uh, and I think it's important for our children to do the same here. <laughs> if, especially if you're Cal- in California and you don't get your kids out of public school. Uh, heaven help you. Stop, stop saying, open up the schools and start saying, how do I get my kids out of them? Right. Exactly. That's a much better plan, I assure you. Because you're going to send them back to school, you're going to be like, oh, they opened, and there's no more COVID, and now they're learning about what? (laughs) (laughs) This is the Glenn Beck Program.